Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. Praise Jesus. Welcome to Reaching the Masses Media Ministry Nightly Scripture and Prayer. I am your host, Evangelist Portia McIver, along with Sister Stephanie Pritchett. We hope your evening, your day, and your night have, is, and will be very good. Hallelujah. We praise Jesus, hallelujah, for all that he has done for me. We praise him for the shedding of his blood for our redemption. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Let us go before the throne of grace and opening prayer. So if you will bow your heads, hallelujah, before our Father, hallelujah. Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for being who you are to us. We thank you for being our Father, hallelujah. We ask you, Lord, to use us as your vessels tonight, your words, our mouths, Lord, hallelujah. We find it an honor to come before your people and deliver your word, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, Lord, bless each and every voice. Hallelujah. That's listening here. Each and every ear that's listening here. Hallelujah. Bless their homes, Lord. Bless their families. Hallelujah. Anoint them and their homes. Hallelujah. To do your will. Anoint this home, Lord, and the people in this home to do your will. In the name of Jesus, we pray and we thank you for being King of kings and Lord of lords, our Father, which makes us royalty. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father. Amen. Thanks. God is good. That's the only thing I can say. It's God is good. 
We're not going to hold you long tonight. We are in Proverbs 13 chapter, and I believe it's the 21st verse. 20, ooh, I'm, about, I'm behind. The 22nd verse. Um, I thought this morning I, I made a uh, miss speech. I guess it's such a thing. Um, I said that we had this was that this was the last verse. This is definitely important to me that no, we have three more verses. Uh, after this one, yeah. After tonight, so we'll be here at night every night anyway, from seven p.m. Eastern Standard Time until the Lord says be quiet. Amen. But we after this we've got three more verses. So we'll be here in Proverbs thirteen for more at least three more nights. And those things are good too. Like I said, Proverbs is the book of wisdom. We're just in chapter thirteen. Oh, wait till you hear the rest of the book. But we're not gonna do that. The next thing we're gonna come from we'll we'll announce it on the last night of Proverbs chapter 13, amen, then we'll let you know where we're going after or where God is leading us after that. Um, pray for our president and our vice president and their family, and just pray for the whole government, amen, that Lord God will lead and guide them in the direction that he wants them to go, amen. We thank God for the rain we got today. And the rain we're going to get tonight, amen. Hallelujah. I pray for that rain, y'all. And God answered my prayers. Hallelujah. Then he turned around and sent a hurricane somewhere along the coast to give us more rain. But you know what? Thank God for the rain. The farmers here are rejoicing. This is a place of farmers and livestock and tobacco and all kind of a you should see our farmers market. Oh, my goodness, they've got so much stuff there, crafts and food. Oh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. So this is a farmer's area, plenty of land, plenty of empty land. Amen. Hallelujah. So we're glad to have that rain. Too late for our little garden out there that we had out there on our deck. But you know what? It's okay. Another year is coming, and I may just plant some Georgia collars right now. Because it's not too late. But we shall see. Haven't decided yet. I may just let the soil rest until the springtime. Amen. They say we're going to have a mild winter. I hope so. That means that in the springtime I can plant what I had last year and maybe a little more and have our either green beans or, or whatever we're going to plant. And this year I did not plant my, um, what is that, black kale? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't plant that this year. But that stuff kept on growing, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we shall see what's going to happen this coming spring. Amen. By the way, our anniversary is coming up this coming spring, and that's on the day of Purim. That's when we started it, on the day of Purim, or that is also the first day of spring. Amen. So we're going to be announcing what we're going to do on the anniversary of reaching the masses media ministry. Amen. I think you're going to like it. When God gives me what to do, then I will automatically tell you. And I know if it's coming from God, and God will, God will. Amen. So we thank him for that. Our announcements for tonight are as follows. Our sponsor for tonight. Hi. If you are a new business, a startup, small church, or a new church, and you like to grow your business or get further exposure, May I recommend Wills by Steph? She is able to put out your business or your church or your church announcement or anything that has to do with your church on multiple platforms, whether it be blog, WordPress, YouTube, Facebook, or any other platform. She's experienced in the business and she has a website already. 
other people in the bedroom. I highly recommend Webb's Best Step to show you a good wife and she will do good work for you. Again, that's Webb's Best Step and that's at Webb's Best Step at gmail.com. Webb's Best Steps, take a look at how good she can be for your business, your church, or for any individual looking to grow or expand your opportunities in the active business world. Hey, this is Stephanie from Westwest. So, if you have a WordPress website, a blog, a blog, a PDF, a PowerPoint, or a newsletter, please contact
So if you want the ebook, just go to Amazon.com, put uh, in the name of the books that he's going to tell you to get, and then you read them and you all discuss them in class, and he gives you an assignment every week. Amen. And he teaches you. This man literally teaches you. Most teachers just, ah, they talk and they shove him down. No, this man teaches you from the time he comes on until the time he comes on, goes off. Amen. It's all over the website or over your telephone. Amen. As long as you have a camera and a microphone, then you can take the classes. Amen. So go to Omega Kingdom Ministry.org or go to Reaching the Masses Ministry.com and it is under the tab Information. I'm sorry? It will be the last thing at the bottom. It will be the last one at the bottom. We're going to see if we can change that to put it at the top. Can we do that? Mm-hmm. All right. So it won't be hard for you to find. But if not, if you don't want to go to the website, which is themassesministry.com, then go to omegakingdomministry.org, and it's all there. Um, go also on YouTube to Omega Kingdom Ministry. Mm-hmm. He has a video there that tells you all about his school. And then you just follow his instructions, go back, register at omegakingdomministry.org, and it's a 12-week class. We have out at 2 o'clock, but I think you can get it at the hours that he provides. I'm not sure what all they were because Sister Stephanie did the registration for us. But um, go to omegakingdomministry.org. Even if you don't want to start a ministry, if you just want some more teaching from the Bible, some ooh, powerful anointed teaching, then go to Omega Kingdom Ministries.org. And that is Brother Russ Wagner. Amen. Hallelujah. Also, Brother Lynn, Sister Ann's um, brother, the one that we told you was suffering from um, schizophrenia. Hallelujah. And there's another, what is his name, the other brother? Sorry? The one in California? I'm sorry? Jeff. Yeah. They pray for Brother Jeff also. I don't know Jeff's name because Stephen will have to get that for us. But pray for him. He's in California over there where they cut the lights out and all of that kind of stuff. So he wasn't able to be with us in this last class. But you know what? We knew it was going to happen, but we were hoping that he was not going to be part of it. But yeah, he was in the middle of that mess, evidently, because he was always on. But this past Thursday, he was not there. And we hear that the lights were out there, and yeah, California is going through a mess right now. So pray for Brother Jeff over in, what is it, San Diego? Mm -hmm. San Diego, California. Amen. Just pray for the whole California. Hallelujah, because it can be a mess there. Amen. Um, I think that's our premise for tonight. Hallelujah. So. We are going to come from Proverbs, mm-hmm. the 13th chapter, mm-hmm. verse, 20. verse 22, and Sister Stephanie will read for us. The King James Version, a good man leaveth inheritance to his children's children, and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. Amen. A good man leaves an inheritance to his children and his children's children. And the wealth of a, of a sinner. And But the wealth of a sinner is laid up for the just. Is laid up for the just. I've always heard that scripture. Didn't understand it when I was young, but now I understand it. Amen. He gives you two instructions. Well, he gives you one instruction, and then he gives you a warning. Hallelujah. We, as God's children, the Ecclesia, amen, 
on to leave an inheritance to our children and their children. In other words, to our children and our grandchildren. Amen? Now, I know people say, oh, well, I don't have no money. You know, I'm on a fixed income. You know what? But you got wisdom and you got knowledge. Bring them over to your house. Invite them over to your house. I don't care if you have nothing but peanut butter and jelly sandwich or go and buy some cookies. Amen? And get served some milk. Just invite them over and talk to them. Give them the word of God, especially from Proverbs. They need wisdom to live in this world. Teach them up. Train them up. When they are babies, you invite them over and you talk to them. Give them fruit. Give them candy. Amen? The thing about having grandchildren is that you can send them back home. So if they get hyper, hey, bye-bye. Love you, grandbaby. Bye-bye. But also do that to your children. Gather them around the kitchen table. Or you sit on your sofa or your chair and you gather them around your feet. Tell them, come sit in the style. We're going to read from the Word of God. I want you to know who God is. And guess what? You teach them as they grow up, and they will pass that down to their children. They're going to do the same thing with their children because that's what they had. So they're going to do the same thing with their children. They're going to teach their children the Word. That's the greatest inheritance that you can pass down to your children and to your children's children. And they, in turn, will pass it to your children's children's children. Amen? And so on and so on and so on. Leave them an inheritance. The greatest inheritance they can have is the word of God. Because if they get that, they will never want for anything. Amen? Because they will be children of God. Amen? Hallelujah. And all they'll have to do is ask God for it. Hallelujah. Especially when you're teaching the kingdom, and they'll ask God for it, and they got it. That's your inheritance to your children and your children's children. That can be. If you're not a rich person, it's good to leave them money. But let me tell you a little secret. And I see it. I know it. Believe me, I know what I'm talking about. You leave them an inheritance, and they didn't work for it. Uh-huh. I know a young man that buys 700 and some dollars worth of reaper first of every month. Because he got an inheritance. Amen. Mm-hmm. Half time, he's going hungry. But he's going to buy that reaper every month. That's not what you want. But if you give him the word of God, they're not going to be in a reaper in the first place, right? Enough said. Anyway, um... The second part of that verse says, but the wealth of the riches, the wealth of the wicked. This is a warning. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. Why? Because the wicked doesn't know anything about how to be a good steward over the money. Amen. It is laid up for the just. God will take that money and pass it on. To his children, amen, because he knows his children are blessed to be a blessing. And when they get blessed, they're going to always bless somebody else, amen. The wealth of the wicked does not last long because he's going to mess it up. And while messing it up, he's going to mess himself up, amen. We're not talking about in death or anything, but most wicked people stay broke or they've stolen money or they're constantly stealing money from somebody. Amen. Latin robo robo call. <laughs> Let me shut up. Anyway, the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. That's a warning from the Lord. If you are the wicked, the wealth that you have gained, ill gained, ill gotten, is laid up for the wicked. The only thing you're gonna do is mess it up. So God will remove it from you because everything on this earth belongs to God, amen, even the money that you earn. Because he tells us you are not your own. You are bought with a price. So even the money that you earn belongs to God. Uh-huh. Don't agree with that? That's fine. That's what the Bible says, so that's what it is, amen. 
This is Stephanie. What's the next verse? What? Oh, this is an easy-to-read version. It is good to have something to pass down to your grandchildren, but wealth hidden away by sinners will be given to those who live right. Amen. It is good to have something to pass down to your grandchildren. To have something to pass down to your grandchildren. Like I said, the Word of God is the best thing. If you have money, that's good. Amen. But to the wicked, but wealth hidden away by sinners will be given to those who live right. But wealth hidden away by sinners will be given to those that live right. Case in point, in Egypt, when they took the Hebrews into slavery and they worked the Hebrews so unimaginably hard. They even told them one day they got mad with the Hebrews. The Egyptians got mad with the Hebrews and told them, okay, you've been making straw, you've been making bricks, and we've been giving you straw to make bricks. Now you're going to have to make bricks without the straws. And that was a hard job to do because the bricks could not fall apart because if they fell apart, they got whipped. Somehow God gave somebody a formula to make bricks without straw. Amen. And that's what they did. They remained in slavery for 400 years, building pyramids and houses and whatever else they were doing in Egypt. Amen. Hallelujah. But when the time came for the deliverer to come and deliver them out of Egypt, Moses, God told them, told Moses to tell them to go borrow all the gold and silver and the finery, the fine ringlets, ringlets, clothing that is, from your neighbors, from your Egyptian neighbors. We want to go out in the wilderness and we want to worship our God. So they thought they were going to go out there and use their gold and silver to make gods with, you know, how Egyptians love their idol gods. So they thought they were going to use it, and they told them, we'll bring it back. And they, they, they thought they were going to bring it back. Amen? But God changed his mind, because when they went out there in the wilderness, yeah, they went out there and did what they said they were going to do, but God told them not to go back. And that's when he opened up the Red Sea and let them go cross on dry land, and they took all their gold and silver and fine clothing, because the Egyptians wore some fine clothing, y'all. Go back and look at the Egyptian fashion in biblical days. They went through that Red Sea on dry ground with all that gold, silver, and fine remnants. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. They were paid back for what the Egyptian owed them. See, when you're a slave, you're not paid. Amen? Hallelujah. They, God paid them back for all of that work they had did over 400 years and had not gained a cent. Amen? So when he opened up that Red Sea, and that was his way of telling them, yeah, I'm opening up a way of escape for you. So in that particular case, all of the wealth that they had laid up in their houses, it had been laid up for God's people. And when they borrowed it to go out in the wilderness to pray, God said, you're not going back. Guess what? It was what they deserved. It was, they had so, that they were supposed to be paying the Egyptians part of, amen? I mean, the um, Hebrew part of Hebrew would do this. And they had did it for free, and they would go and sell something. They would lay up all this gold and silver in their homes, you know, in their castles and wherever. That was ill-gotten gains that really belonged to the Hebrews. So they weren't stealing. They were just getting back what they had already earned, but the Egyptians weren't giving it to them. And when they went through that Red Sea on dry ground, when the last Hebrews, hit the other side of the Red Sea, and the 
cloud, a pillar of fire that God had protecting them to keep those soldiers from that they couldn't even get through. And when that pillar of fire went down, was distinguished by God, here come the soldiers. See, Moses and all of them had already gone over to the other side. So they figured, oh, the sea has risen on each side. So I don't know what they think they're doing. We're going over there. We're going to kill every one of them. Oh, but God had already told Moses, the Egyptians you see today, you will see no more forever. Moses went on across on dry land like the rest of the people. Amen. Got over on the other side. Miriam, it must have been a black woman because she started dancing instantly. You know, we love to dance. Amen. It's just in our blood. I know some people going to write me about that and say whatever. That's just us. Amen. Especially me. I love to dance. I love to sing. It's just me. I'm rhythmic. That was born in me. My mother was like that. My grandmother was like that. My great, 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 great grandmother was like that. Long story short. And I know there are some other races out there. Oh, let me tell you. Spanish people, you want to see some people that can dance? Yes, sir. And see, I live next door to some of them. And, man, they would have some get-togethers, and the music was, oof. Yes, sir. They knew how to party, and I don't mean um, the kind of party where you go to where everybody all drunk. No, I mean family get-togethers and stuff, and they would be out there, and I'd be joining myself because I'd be in the bed, and I'd be listening and enjoying it myself, the way that they talked and talked to each other, no fussing, no arguing, no nothing, just good music, and I could smell the food. I often wanted to go over, but I knew it was a family gathering, so I didn't. And I'm quite sure if I went over, they would have invited me, but I was not going to break into anybody's party. Amen. I'm not that type of person. But I say all that to say this. When they got across on that dry land on the other side of that red sea, Miriam, started dancing. No, she wasn't black. She was Hebrew. But that's another thing I found out. <laughs> God's Jewish people, hey, watch them at those feasts and festivals they got. There were some dancing people. Amen. Hallelujah. But Miriam started dancing. And, of course, when she started, they just started to praise. The praise went up to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Because she was from uh, the tribe, I think she was from the tribe of Judah. I don't know, but I know she started dancing, and that just spread throughout the camp. You know, they started rejoicing and everything. But then when they saw the Egyptian soldiers coming over on the dry land, they began to panic. But that's when Moses announced to them, fear not, for the Egyptians you see today. You will see no more forever. And it's something about that. I, I can often imagine that, imagine that in my mind, those walls of water from the Red Sea that went up on each side and God blew on that sand and dried it. They went over on dry land. That same water, when every one of those Egyptian soldiers Soldiers got on that dry land. The whole army, Pharaoh lost his whole army while he stood up on the hill watching. When that pillar of fire was distinguished by God and they went through, called themselves and go over and kill all the Hebrew people. Because guess what? They had left with all the riches of Egypt. Plus, that was their work. Hey, their slaves were gone. How were they going to build their pyramids? Amen. Who was going to cook their dinner? Uh-huh. When that water, when the whole army got on that dry land, when the last soldier got on, that water came together. Whoosh. And that was it. They were all tossed down in all this heavy armor with swords and some of everything, spears and, yeah. And they tell me the chariots were made of gold. Good mm-hmm. Lord. Them and their horses drowned. Amen? So those things were pulled by horses. 
Now, I can't tell you the truth for a horse about the horse, but horses can swim. But I knew, no, the men, because they were so laden in all of their armor, their gold armor, go back and do some studying. Then guess what? Mm. The headrest, the blessed plate, the sword, uh-huh, all that heavy stuff. And they sank like a rock. Every one of them died in the Red Sea. Can you imagine Pharaoh's horror while he set up on a hill? He thought he was going to see a victory, and he ended up seeing a slaughter. Not by God's people, but by God himself. Amen. So listen, wicked. Your wealth is laid up for the just, and eventually they are going to get it. The last translation is the voice. A good person leaves an inheritance for his grandchildren, but the wealth of a sinner is eventually passed on to the right living. Okay. That's the voice. Repeat that again. A good person a good person leaves an inheritance, leaves an inheritance for his grandchildren. For his grandchildren. But the wealth of the sinner. But the wealth of the sinner is eventually passed on. Is eventually passed on to the right living. To the right living. Amen. Ooh, like I said, Proverbs is the book of wisdom. Amen. That has happened. Time and time and time and time and time again. Another one was King Saul. King Saul was a very rich man. David was not. But when God told David that he was going to be king, and after King Saul and all his sons were dead, they had to flee. And they didn't make it because they got him, even Jonathan. Jonathan was a good one. But he ended up perishing with his horrible daddy. And they took their bodies and nailed them up to walls in the enemy city. And people passed by looking and snickering and dishonoring them, spitting on them and everything. Saul was very wealthy, but his riches were laid up for little humble David. Amen? The God brought Saul's crown to David. That crown was so beautiful. But guess what? It was passed down to David. Then David could go in. This very castle where he went in and Saul tried to kill him in was now his because he was the next appointed king. And David got in and didn't have to worry about a thing. Amen. Hallelujah. Because everything he needed was there in that castle. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for God's people. Amen. Hallelujah. That's our lesson tonight. Hallelujah. That's the book of Proverbs, y'all. It will teach you knowledge and it will impart wisdom to you. Amen. The Bible says wisdom is the principal thing. But in getting wisdom, get an understanding. What I just told you, he gave you instructions for your family, and then he gave you wicked, rich people. Now all rich people are not wicked. you got some saved people that are rich, but they know what to do with it. Amen. They know how to be good stewards over what God gave them. And that's basically what he's saying. Be a good steward over what God gives you so that you can have something to pass down to your children and your children's children. Amen. Hallelujah. That's our lesson for tonight. You've been listening to Reaching the Masses Media Ministry. And don't forget to visit our website, which is Handicap Accessible. And we have a newsletter. We're getting ready to come up with another one. So go and subscribe to that. And we thank all of you from each platform tonight that are out. Hallelujah. Hello, Periscope. Love you. Hello, YouTube. Hello, Facebook. We love you. We love you. We love you. And all other 
hallelujah, all of our um, Blog Talk Radio listeners and, oh, my goodness, all of our podcasts, everything. We love you, we love you, we love you. But guess what? God loves you more. You need to know that. I don't care whether you're a sinner or a saint. You belong to God. And if you are a sinner, then I invite, invite him into your life. Amen. Because he's not going to bust up into your life. Amen. He's not a gangster. Amen. But he wants you to invite him in. And when you do, he's going to come in with blessings that are going to chase you down and overtake you. Amen. Hallelujah. We love you. God loves you. Peace. Shalom. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Let us go to prayer. Hallelujah. Before the throne of grace. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you tonight with our closing prayer, Lord. Hallelujah. For this night, we thank you for everyone that came out tonight, Lord. Blessings for each home of those who are listening tonight. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to share your word with your people. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Amen. Saints, don't forget your affirmation. Mine for today is by faith. God's favor surrounds me every day, 24-7. In the name of Jesus, good night. We love you. Bye-bye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.